0: oh yeah oh yeah can I get up what's up enterprisers welcome to another episode of the enterprise now podcast where we shape the mindset of the high achiever to think like an entrepreneur we talk with masters of the craft to get the cheat codes to success helping elite enterprisers level up and maximize their brand I'm your host LZ the mayor now let's get to it All right, Itai, um, I'm so excited about this conversation for a number of reasons. Um, you're big in the newsletter world, and I am an evangelist. I'm always talking to people They when they ask me, Elsie, how do I monetize my podcast? The first place I always start is the newsletter. So super excited to dig into that with you today. Uh, but Etai, before we get into any of the good stuff, can I get an oh Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Perfect. So um, give me the two minute version of Itai and how you got into Morning dough.
1: So I started my way online 28 plus years ago. So way, way, way back. Yeah. The internet was what I called in the diaper stage. So uh, I was fired from... Where I worked, I said, what do I do? And then I went online and I just started to build my online business from scratch. And it grew and it grew and it grew. And until today, I've done so many things. I even had a podcast, which you might talk about a little bit. I can share a little bit. But at the end of the day, you were asking about the morning dough. So the morning dough was born during the covid So one of uh, my biggest, biggest businesses is the DMI Expo. It's an international uh, expo for digital marketers, businesses, affiliate marketing. And basically we couldn't do international show when the border to Israel were closed. So we said, let's put the resources that we have at hand and just diverse them and just move them into something else. And email marketing is one... I have two expertise that I've done from day one, email marketing and SEO. So we just decided, let's do a newsletter. And we had like a... A very smooth transition from zero to over 20,000 people subscribed from the industry and businesses and everyone who uses digital marketing and online marketing. And people say the value of the money is in the list, like you mentioned itself. Absolutely. And it's not about the size of the list, by the way. Again, it's not the size. It doesn't matter here. It's actually the quality. You can have a list of 50 people and you can make more money than someone who has a list of a million people. It doesn't really matter. It's who is the list. So people tell me always, so 50 people in a list, how can I make money? So let's say you have a podcast for billionaires, right? Or so you build a list of billionaires. So 50 billionaires, you don't need more, or 40 billionaires or 30 but You don't need more than that to make enough money to enjoy a uh, your podcast and the email list. So I'm just saying, obviously, not
0: everyone can do billionaires, you know,
1: if there are just a few or less than what we are normally, but I'm just saying it's the quality, not the size in that sense.
0: That makes perfect sense. What what do you think are some of the things that people are doing wrong or could be doing better when it comes to newsletters and, and how thinking about email marketing?
1: I think, first of all, people are stressed about it and they shouldn't. Email marketing should be very fun. It's a fun thing. You go online, you 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 click, you write something, you send, and then suddenly you get responses, you might get clicks, you might get sales or whatever you're driving uh, to do with it. And people are really stressed about that. How can we do that? How can we write? I, I'm not good in writing. I'm good in speaking. I have a great podcast, but I have a, don't know how to write emails or what to do. And there's a, a simple... Simple solution to that, it always wins. Do you want me to share it? Yes. So it's very simple. Just write the same way you speak. Very simple. And that, when I started this strategy, it turned everything upside down for the best. Why? Because people read my email and then they meet me or hear your podcast, right? or see my videos or whatever it is. And they say, oh, that's the same guy I read his emails. They feel that I speak to them the same way they read my emails. And it's easy to write when you write the way you speak and you can even record and then transcribe it. Let's say you write an email. So it's very simple, very simple strategy and it works every time and reduces the stress. And people know you can write them. Hey, whatever it is, just write from your mind and heart. People will always uh, respond to that in a positive way.
0: That makes perfect sense. Um, one of the things that I, I think about a lot um, as, as I gr- get better at the the art of uh, email marketing and newsletters, how do you differentiate? Because there's a lot of newsletters out there. How do you make sure that yours is different and unique? And how do you entice people to join the list in the first place?
1: First of all, uh, if you put yourself into it, then it's unique immediately right so let's say uh, you have a podcast about uh traveling to disney right disney parks and whatever it is and there's another guy that's doing the same thing and you'll never be the same person right you have different experience you have kids this age he has this age you have you like this he likes that so automatically the 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 content will be some kind different some kind of different right it has to be um and then people are connecting to people some people will connect to someone like me and you some people won't you know so you, it's like you know you listen and you say you know i hear on on people sometimes I, I watch videos and say, i can't really connect to this guy and i just move to the next video until i find something for the subject i wanted but that i relate to and i understand what he's saying and it's smooth so you can always find people to connect to you and that's why it's connecting also to the email, right? Emails, podcasts, if you're speaking the same language, it's much easier because people can relate to you. Getting the people and and start building a podcast slash email list, I think it's more or less the same. If you open, I'll give you an example. If you open a store, let's say whatever, ice cream store, and tomorrow is the opening, who will you invite first? Family, friends, uh, business partners, colleagues, people you know, right, to support you. This is the first layer. Now I don't mean you know, the your, your grandma can help you with your podcast, but you understand it's like the people you really think that are could be a good fit. And ask them, hey guys, can you recommend my podcast or my email list to others? And then and my newsletter. And then it starts to grow and grow and grow and grow. And then you, you go and, and do pot, you know social media, you do whatever you do, always say, hey, subscribe to the morningdo.com, for example. Okay, to the to, to, to the newsletter. And you keep on doing that again and again. The difference between subscribing, I think, to a newsletter versus a podcast, and I'm not a big podcaster. Uh, so um, I think in email marketing, it's very right. I can ping them every day. I can send an email twice a day, depending. Again, I'm not recommending to do twice a day unless it's, uh, let's say, a stock trading, whatever it is, right? So you need to send twice a day updates. I'm just saying send an email. You can send more emails. The communication is much easier when versus someone subscribing. your podcast so i say always ask them for both and when you release a podcast whomever didn't subscribe to your feed or whatever it is you can just blast and say hey there's a new podcast come and listen and here's a great offer for whatever it is if you want to relate it into direct to cash and money
0: very cool now there's a there's an elephant in the room here and i know you'll be you'll be familiar with it and maybe have some insight this thing called ai that has taken the world by storm, and it's causing some havoc and giving hope all at the same time. How has AI affected you and your business? So
1: first of all, AI, you know, it's still early to say how it will change the world. No one really knows, but I think every generation, ha- we have a few times that a technology arrives that is disruptive to the market, and that's one of the times. I don't you know everyone talking about ChatGPT and it's still not there. I actually uh, tested today. We, we were testing something and we were asking uh, ChatGPT, uh, how much is uh, um, 3 plus 4? And it says 7. And I said, but uh, my wife said it's 8. Sure. So he said, your wife is wrong. And I said, my wife never is never wrong. I said, I'm sorry. I guess if she's never wrong, it's probably 8. So ChatGPT and AI is still in its diaper stage. No one really knows what will change and how it will be changed. I know some people saying like I, IBM just announced that, you know, there the, some of this job searching or, or some position won't be even needed in the company because AI will, will change it. And I agree with you. But think about it. People will still in the next few years. We're still people. Nothing will change. Business is not done between businesses. It's done between people. People are, are mistaken for a minute, right? People buy online, right? So a company buys from Amazon a product, right? But it's not a company. Some person went and clicked on that, and someone from the other side, there's logistic people, brought it, people sending it. Something is happening. So it's it's not just simple to that. What will happen? No one knows. I haven't changed my business because of the AI, only in two maybe points. One is the next store, which is coming uh, in November. So obviously we'll have more content about uh, AI and how it affects. Hopefully by then, it's six months from now, we'll know better how it affects and where it affects. And the second thing, we do use it for uh, uh, finding important information that we need. It's like clicking a few clicks. It's much easier than Google to find. Will it replace Google? I don't think so. At least not in the next next few years, and I'll tell you why. Just because Google now, I think, I I can't estimate that percentage, but I think if Google will drop, I think the world will collapse. Think about how many businesses, companies are dependent today on Google in terms of driving traffic, sales, Google AdWords. So it's not that simple that tomorrow it will change. And like if I go to the beginning of what I said, uh, 3 plus 4, AI still thinks it's 8. I would say let's wait a little bit. (laughs)
0: so i'm I'm listening to this watching this and um, i'm sold i want to start my newsletter what's the number one skill that i need to develop in order to do that effectively so
1: the best skill in business at all and i think in email list uh specifically uh so in business i would say you need to have uh, the ability to keep on going no matter what and it should be also an email. So we always say entrepreneur, business owner, whatever it is. Uh, if, you, if you have a kid, right, and he goes outside and he falls, the first thing you do is, is you pick him up, you just dust the dust right off him, and you say, go and keep on playing, right, if he didn't hurt himself. Same thing for us. So if something happens, something wrong happens, just dust, your, dust the uh, the dust off yourself and keep on going and forward. And in the email list, it's very easy to say, oh, the email list doesn't really work. They don't really, um, I don't have enough subscribers. It takes time to build it. It's all about one more and one more and one more and some will leave. And that's okay. You don't want, some people are doing all kinds of efforts to keep on people in the list. I say, you don't need it. If someone wants to leave the list, let them go. You don't need them. Otherwise, in a certain point, you will just click on, you know, uh, spam and then you have issues. So I'm just saying, take it, I think, just take it cool. Do it and keep on doing it again and again. I think it's the same goes to It's very similar in that sense, right? I'm not wrong, am I? No, you're right. You need to keep on going. You have another one another one. Someone stopped listening. Just keep on doing it again and, and again and again. And you'll see as it grows, the value that you can get from the list and the, the money you can make off it. Uh, and take together and add to that what we spoke in the beginning about. The, the ability to write it, to write the emails very smoothly, very simple. And I can give you one more tip, if if I may. Uh, The Morning dough itself, we don't actually write the Morning dough. So we do write it, but the Morning dough is a curation newsletter. So we curate the best news of the day, and we just send it to you. That's it. So we're not writing the titles. We don't write the links. We don't write the content. We just collect whatever we read that we found really interesting, and we think will be interesting to our readers, and we send it to them. How simple is that? We don't even need to stress ourselves in writing.
0: You bring up a good point. And I have a a, a pushback on the the kid falling analogy. What um I have two 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 little ones. Um well not so little ones anymore. Um and you have four. So you might you might be able to, to appreciate this next uh, analogy here. The first one, you're like super careful and when they fall, you pick them up right away. By the second one, you're like there's a pause. Like he falls, and I listen. If I hear him cry right away, then I know it's serious. But if he doesn't cry right away, I'm like, yeah, he's all right. Um, so you mentioned something interesting. You said that um, there are different types of newsletter. I didn't. That didn't occur to me. What are some other types of um, newsletter? You mentioned the curation type. What are some? What are some other types of newsletters? So
1: the newsletter you can find from um, just writing daily update on things that happen. It depends on, on the business, right? So let's say um, um, my business is, I don't know. Uh, you know what? Let's go on podcasts, right? So I have podcast. So I can do... Um, a weekly or a daily, whatever it is, let's say, weekly for that matter. But, uh, a newsletter that gives uh, some highlights on the podcast that we had this week or we list, and then also a few more interesting things that I, I found online or other podcasts of Friends of we You can actually do uh, exchange. They promote your podcast. You promote their po- podcast, so it's actually another layer to do that. You can actually transcribe your podcast and just send it. I know it sounds long, so just take part of it because... I, we talked about AI earlier, so just put it to AI and tell him, hey, you know, here's the podcast uh, text. Can you just give us uh, 10 bullets on the podcast? It gives it like that, and you just read it before you send it. But I'm just saying it's ready to go. Um, you can just write a story. It's, it, it all depends on on, on what you do. Mostly, when most newsletters are coming are are, are either articles or news. And most of them are doing their own news because they're a user website i I don't want to do it to be a user website I prefer just to do other people's news and people love to read what I, it's like you give value you already you know uh podcast works you're the expert for, for that so you keep on learning and you just hand it to them so people wants to come to you to read your newsletters or your email and want to come to your podcast that's the logic and that's how it works
0: so what um if you had to pick one I know there's a lot. What's the, the number one business lesson you've learned so far? I think the biggest lesson is think
1: long term. When we're young, you know, I started, like I said, 20 plus, years, eight years, 28 plus years ago. You know, you, you run after the shiny objects. I've done so many things. You know, I had different websites as affiliates. I had different events. I had a podcast. I had the uh, events which I sold on stage. I've done over 700 700 webinars. Launches, product launches. Because you run after the shiny objects, you make money. Don't get me wrong. But when you pause everything and you ask yourself, okay, so what's keep on running when I'm doing nothing. The answer is usually nothing. You're running the business. As long as you're running it, it's fine. When you're not running it, it's gone. So think about long-term and evergreen you need a business that works also for you that if you're now gone for two months yeah you might be lower a little bit but still keeps on running build value build employees and i'm the first one that hate employees not hate employees but i mean managing people that's why i don't want to have employees i want to you know i prefer i have only one person and and that's it and then i have a team that is under him I don't manage them. I don't want to deal with them. So things are working as we're, you know, we're here and things are
0: happening. That's great. I think what, what I hear in your, in your answer is that self-awareness, right? Knowing what you like, what you do not like, what you want to do, what you do not want to do. Um, a lot of times, and it sounds simple and basic, but that saves you so much time. It saves you so much money and so much frustration when you know what to say no to. But when you're young, <laughs> oh, man, it's, it's tougher,
1: right? You say, I can do everything and I can do everything better than others. So then you find yourself doing more and more. And then when you pause, you ask yourself, what to do? I prefer to look now as I get older and I'm celebrating 50 this year, actually in a few months. so. I, I understand that the next phase is actually turn all the businesses, the online businesses, and I own 3,000 websites, conference, newsletter, and now you want to build it around something that is um, automated with a team versus me managing it on a daily basis and works because who knows how much, how long, well, even though I'm, I'm not going to retire, right? I'm just saying I want to be able to Let it keep on going, whatever it is, and it's sellable as well. It becomes uh, an
0: asset. So you just kind of glossed over that. Did you say you own three thousand websites? I did. Um, (laughs) You gotta tell. (laughs) You gotta share something about that. We can't just not talk about that.
1: When people ask what I am, I'm digital marketer. I'm an an affiliate. Basically, it's affiliate websites. So build affiliate websites. I build like around fifteen a day now, around that. I've I've built a system and it's all fresh content. Everything is not AI generated. Um, it's a process we've built. We make money from advertising. So you know Adex, you know like uh, Google AdSense and all these banners that you see. Uh, all legit. All clean. Clean SEO. It's it's called the micro um website strategy what it means it's not a each website is not a website that makes a million but think about if every website makes let's say just one bucks a day then over time it's accumulated right so that's that's the goal and that's what we're doing we're trying to build massive amount of websites and let them just run pay themselves and make an extra profit and that's the end goal that's we're Usually, when we talk about um, passive income, that's almost as close as you can to passive income. Once you build a website, we don't touch the website. We don't change them. We don't touch anything. It is there, and that's it. It's a very cool strategy uh, that I, you know, maybe one day I'll share it as well. But uh, we call it the factory. We have a factory, and we keep on building more and more websites every day. It's a cool, super cool product.
0: That's cool. That's cool. Well, hopefully when you're ready to share more one day, you can come back on the show and we can dig into that. I'm curious to know, um, Etai, you mentioned that you had a podcast and you don't anymore. And the podcast brain in me wants to know why, Etai, why did you have a podcast, but you don't anymore? You're
1: asking a great question. and. Here's the thing: a podcast. You're committed to, you know, you need know, to be a certain week and and do. You can record it, pre-recorded, and and edit it. And English is well. I speak, I think English. Let's say okay, right? Fairly okay for someone who is not. Uh, my my English—I never was wasn't born in the U.S. or or English-speaking country, and I felt like I can put my time and utilize it more than doing another podcast, another podcast, and that was wrong because I stopped before, as we met, as I said earlier, like an email list. You should do more than 10, 12 in order to start to see the results, because it's accumulated, right? It's more and more people. One person connects to a certain guest or a certain podcast, and then he listens to the rest. Another one connects through another one, and then from another one. So it's a process. And I just gave up too early, and it's a wrong thing to do. So if, if for listeners, whoever listening, that wasn't a smart move. I can always, uh, um, it's, it, it was called the 10, 10X Your Business. Actually, we had great guests. It's, uh, it's Everything is on YouTube. We had a blast. It was really fun. It was fun. Don't get me wrong. But the sh- you remember the shiny object? It wasn't making enough money. So, you know, it was just the starting. and said, like, hey, I can make more money with something else. When I, when, let's, let's move. And we just moved. And we kept it aside, but we didn't follow through.
0: Not a smart move, by the way. Keep on going. It's a, it was a mistake. Got it. Cool, cool. So um, what's the biggest life lesson you've learned so far? I would say
1: listen to yourself. It's okay to not work, and I'm not meaning not working at all. But if I don't, if I don't have a specific meeting or something, and I feel that I need to go, I just go. I can take. I think. I'll, you know what? I'm connected to a bigger, even lesson that I use in life and business is thinking. Most people don't think. They think they're thinking, but they're not. I have someone uh, shared with me that uh, a big CEO in a company and his, C- his chairman asked him, "When do you think?" He said, "What do you mean?" think all day i run business right i think he said no 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 when are you closing the phones closing computer put your legs on the table just think and said oh i never do that so i said okay so you need to start to do that so i start to listen to myself and i said hey if i don't want to work now i don't work even if i lie even if the tv is on my mind is i i just think thinking is good learning thinking that bring when you come back to the business you can grow it, so don't grow, don't say, "Oh, it, it I said let's take a week every." Year. <laughs> but I'm saying during the days, you know, I take a, a nap in the afternoon. Why not? If I can, when I had babies, no, but now I can, and I'm shopper in the evening. I can do more, so definitely do that.
0: Excellent, excellent. So, if people want to reach out to you, learn more about you, your business, and maybe steal some secrets from the micro website strategy, how can they do that? So you should go to either
1: morningdo.com which is very simple, morning and doe is at d-o-u-g-h.com, uh, dmi-expo.com, and you can find me also on LinkedIn and Facebook, I-T-A-Y-P-A-Z, you can find me there for sure. And I'll, and probably the links will be available here somewhere in your website, so that, that will enable them to connect as well.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for your time, Itay. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. If you got value from today's show, we want you to join the Enterprises Elite email list for more nuggets and resources. And remember no excuses, just execution. Go get it. What a fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something. What is the top concern?